Cheese Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. 0-2, curveball swing and a miss. And the A's survive in Kansas City. A Saturday afternoon marathon of nearly four hours, and the A's prevail. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. A great win for the Athletics as they beat the Texas Rangers 7-2. Vince, I just sent my email out to the commissioner's office about a new rule of allowing two catchers to play every single game. Uh, we'll see what the commission's back to me. Uh, hopefully, I'll, I'll have an answer by tomorrow. Well, I'm all for it, Townie. Uh, ten total bases tonight for uh, Sean Murphy. I'm sure you saw the tweet from uh, David Feldman. That is uh, of historic proportion in A's history. Shea Langoliers, you know, line drive uh, off the end of the bat on a changeup. His first time, a couple of strikeouts, especially with the bases loaded. Down his last time up 0-2, and you're thinking, okay, here we go again. Pitch caught too much of the plate, and, man, he just whacked it to deep right center into the bullpen. Uh, it'll be fun to watch this kid try to settle in, and I think he's going to get a chance to catch tomorrow with uh, Zach Logue on the mound. You know, and there's something, too, about doing this on the road, and then you're going to come home and get to settle in for a nice, long homestand, which will be good for the young guys. No question, and there'll be some good crowds. There'll be some good energy especially for the Yankees series and hopefully with the fireworks on Friday night and other things that are happening on the homestand. Uh, you're right. It'll give them a chance to kind of, you know, get their, get their grounding, if you will, and just feel like they're part of the A's. Look, A's fans know that everybody's talked about Langoliers, you know, all season since he was acquired. And the pressure that was, you know, placed on that situation because who was sent to Atlanta with a very popular and very talented Matt Olson, and he's handled everything. He's got a great smile on his face. He's got a good attitude. Uh, he's Shea Langoliers, and that's who he's going to be. And I was a little worried just, you know, watching a handful of at-bats. He seemed like he tried to pull everything, and all of a sudden there was a ball in the outer third, and he just drove it to right center. And in this ballpark, that's not an easy thing to do in the alleys. Down the line's one thing, but where he hit it toward right center, that's big boy country, and uh, he did a very nice job. And I, I told everybody – Slow down on throwing away Adam Aller. Uh, everybody, I said, listen, I understand there's been some times where it has looked horrific, but I wanted to remind them, you have to see what you got. There's a reason why you traded for him, and all you have to think about is, who did the guy, did you, the guy that you traded, you have to think about. Chris Bassett, before Chris Bassett became an all-star and became a winner, when he first came over, did not look great. Then had Tommy John surgery. No one had any idea what he would be. So, you know, in a time like this, in a season like this, where we say it's the year of discovery, let the guy pitch and you never know. I think you could say the same thing about Shamanaya. And you could say, look, you know, look what happened with Paul Blackburn this year to become an all-star. You're right. I mean, there, it takes a lot of time. The, the part of it is the convincing Adam Aller that he's good enough to be here. And this is not just the A's talking. This is something that Adam Aller has said about his own game that he's dealt with with the Pirates and dealt with briefly with the Giants and dealt with, with the Mets and now dealing with the A's. Well, he's in the big leagues with the A's, and he's getting some chances. The stuff is there, just finding the right sequencing, finding the right trust, and you know, gave up a run in the first inning, didn't have the shutdown inning after the Murphy home run, then settled in tonight. 
thought he did a nice job. And like we said on the air, Roxy and I, I hope it's a, it's a building of a foundation of confidence for, for Adam Aller moving forward here before the season is over. All I know is I'm scared to ask you what could possibly happen tomorrow after what we've seen the first three days that's happened at that ballpark. These two organizations that play Can You Top This, and I, and I hope we're done. Uh, it, it, you know, it's been a tough, you know, tough three days here for both organizations. A lot of transition, a lot of change. Uh, two teams that are trying to figure out what's the next step in, in their direction. The A's have made it clear they're going to go young, yet let the kids play, let them develop, give them an opportunity to win jobs moving forward beyond the, the rest of the 44 games that are left in 2022, looking toward 2023. And, the, you know, the, the Rangers, they're, they're just upset that they spent money and they weren't getting uh, better uh, on, the, on the kind of trajectory they were hoping for. So, you know, it, a lot of stuff happening. But uh, you get out there, you try to play the games, try to block that out. And uh, so far, given what's happened, you give, a, you give an A to the A's because they've done a better job of it. I mean, how weird is that? You fire your manager, and then two days later, you're the guy that's been running your club for a long time, you've been promoted to president of baseball operations. Two days later, you fire him. Yeah, it's 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 a strange story here, and I know it's going to be covered, in, you know, in the local media. Uh, and again, they're getting they're getting more coverage than they really want for the reasons during uh, Cowboy football season. Uh, they would prefer to have it for winning baseball. Looks like that's going to be a while, and, you know, it's the way it goes. Yeah, we need to stop this. I need to get back to Ezekiel Elliott and how many touches he's <laughs> going to get in the next preseason and game. We've got to stop the penalties, man. we got to stop the penalties. Jesus. 17 penalties in the game against the Broncos. They cannot do that. We- and the other thing, too, Chris, uh, just baseball-wise, and we're watching David McKinnon as well, and we he's the 11th different first baseman. And not to disparage the other guys that have played there, but he he's been a first baseman more often than not. And that last play of this game with those great splits behind first base on the yeah. uh, bad throw by Nick Allen kind of shows that, you know, McKinnon's got, got something. He played two sports in college, which means he didn't develop, you know, at the normal rate that a college player would. Then he had the knee injury. Then he had COVID. So he might – I don't know if it's going to happen, but he would be classified as a potential as a late bloomer because he hasn't had a lot of time just to, to be on the field. And we'll see how it turns out. The year of discovery. That's correct. And please bring me home a Roger Staubach bobblehead. <laughs> if I can find one, I'll get it for you. <laughs> All right. We'll talk. Tomorrow morning, it's early. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Brunch with Tony. I'm looking forward to it. Love it. A's with the win over the Texas Rangers, 7-2. to The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. 44 games left. And the one thing that I don't want to talk about, and it does, I'm not going to say it worries me, but, you know, when you got a kid who's used to playing every day and being out on the field and not just being a DH, remember, a DH is a specialty position. You've got to learn how to be a DH. And I'm so glad Langoliers, he did hit the first ball hard in the third inning, lined out to third. But then the home run, great to see. Because I don't want to see it like an 0 for 15, 0 for 18. And then I'm going to be sitting here going, you know, he's not a DH. It's not what this kid does. You know, not playing defense affects people, especially when you're 24 years old and the only time you've ever DH, whether it was college or or, or in, in pro ball, was just like – 
kind of like a day off. When you start doing it every day, there's the mind tricks. The great DHs had, had, had routines that they got into. I mean, you could ask someone like a Harold Baines or a Big Poppy or a Dave Winfield or a George Brett, a Paul Molitor, a Reggie Jackson. There were routines that they got into as older players to prepare themselves to only be a part of the game for very little time. You know, at-bats aren't very long, and you only get four a game. So if it's like a, a three-hour game, you're only a couple. Like tonight was three hours. As a DH, you may only be like a part of the game for like two minutes, three minutes out of three hours. What do you do the rest of the time? When are we going to see him catch? It's going to be interesting. Big Murph, huge night, two dingers, a double. And I have something to question about the pitching. It's all coming up next. The number 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show after the A's beat the Texas Rangers 7-2. Now batting, Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases and then some. And strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's internet that does it all. That's unbeatable internet from Xfinity. Proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Reagan's checks for a short lead for McKinnon, the 1-0. Murphy swings and drives one out toward right center field. Garcia racing over, and this one is gone into the bullpen. Home run, Sean Murphy is second tonight. Opposite field, right center for Murphy. Number 16, Sean Murphy three, the Texas Rangers one. This is A's Clubhouse. Ever since early June, Big Murphs, he's been getting it done. Power. Extra base hits. And then what we've seen, too, from him is what we expected at the start of the season because we saw it in spring training. We've seen him go the other way. Ground balls into right field for a base hit. Become a threat foul pole to foul pole. Tough to defend a guy like that. Murph came out of the gate trying to hit everything out of the ballpark, trying to do too much, when in spring his focus was, and we've talked to Mark Kotze about this on the Mark Kotze show, is that Murph in spring training was trying to make better contact, more contact. He's physically gifted. The ball will go. He just needs to make contact. And that was his problem early, trying to do too much, and it caught up to him. But now Murph has gotten into a groove, better rhythm to his swing, and look how the ball just flies off of his bat. And he has the ability to spray it around the yard. It's changed him as a hitter. Let's go to the Warrior in Phoenix. Warrior, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. 
You know, Tony, I'm fired up. I, I, I canceled my MLB uh, television. I canceled everything. But as soon as they made the moves, I went ahead and got the radio. And, I, and I've been listening the last couple of days. And you know I've been calling for these moves since March. And, uh, you know, hey, hey, look, i got to tell you why I quit watching on TV real quick. Steve Avoe came up and got a base hit, pinch hit, and got a hit. And uh, Kuiper says, he's done it again. And then I was like, dude's hitting like 160. So, anyway, I canceled. I was tired. The, uh, the organization wasn't doing well. But this is what I've been calling for. And I've been thinking like all day, all day. Uh, you know, Ramon goes during the offseason so they, they can pick up there. I don't want him to spend anything on free agency. The last thing I think of is $10 million for, for Ben Sheets. So I've, I've kind of been leery uh, since then. The, bull, the pitching is good. Now I have to correct Vince. Paul Blackburn is not an all-star. He made the all-star team because somebody from Oakland had to go. But if you look at that, and, and maybe A.J. Puck can get uh, stretched out next year. Uh, Nick Allen, who I've been calling for since I was called for Sonny Gray. But uh, you look all around. Your first baseman of the future is uh, in, uh, with the uh, lug nuts right now. I, I, I'm, I'm impressed. This is a good team. Two, three years down the road when, uh, uh, when uh, how do you pronounce the name? Soder, so, uh, Soderstrom. How do you pron- Soderstrom. I keep wanting to say Soderholm like Eric Soderholm. But, uh, yeah, when he's ready, I don't know if he's a catcher or a first baseman, but you've got two years of Murph before you, before, before you have to move him. You look down at third, is uh, Jonah Bride the, the, the answer? Uh, we definitely know Nick Allen's the answer at uh, at, at short. Uh, I'm impressed. And, and and what have you heard me excited all year, County? No, I have not. I'm glad you're back into the game. I'm I'm glad you well, went I'm out into the game because these are the guys that that I see. You know, uh, you know. I, I really wish uh, Sheldon Noisy would would come around. You know, A's didn't do bad. They got the best that they could out of Piscotti for as long as they could. There's only so many times that you can hide a guy on the disabled list. Lowry hasn't had a good season. My problem is, is because now I consider Murphy to be a veteran, is why do you need Stephen Vogt anymore? There's there's no purpose for him to be on that team. Whatever usefulness he had in, uh, in the locker room, it's kind of like Johnny Gomes at the end. I'd rather spend 50 bucks on a painting if I'm worried about how the room looks. But uh, what's your opinion on Stephen Vogt, and why do they still keep him at 156? I believe they're looking at him as a long-term option to be with this club as like a coach, if not someday a manager in the system. And right now, not only – I mean, when, when, when you're there, Warrior, and I know for some people this is not going to mean a lot, and I understand, but when you're there before the game and you look how much St- Stephen Vogt works with everybody and helps guys – and I think now it's – I mean, I, I don't know what the relationship will be like between Murph and Langoliers because obviously they're kind of two guys that are going to be competing for time long term. But vote if, if you saw tonight with the home run uh, by Langoliers, it was vote who went, went over and gave him a hug. I think vote is well, going to be and good. No, I, and I, cool, I, I get that. Yeah. And he made a great bullpen coach or, you know – 
a, a great guy up in the stands come down and take a infield practice or no, they don't do that anymore. But you understand what I'm saying. And then my final, final thought for the Warrior is uh, it's good to come back. It was good to hear Roxy and, and Vince. But I've been doing some research since you were uh, since the left. Uh, heavy duty in the computers, out on the field. And I've determined that Sky Bolt is still not a major leaguer. Wow, that's a lot of research you had to do. No problem, Townie. Anything for the show. You know, I'm all about the team. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. <laughs> Yeah, Skybolt, good guy. Uh, not sure how long he is going to be for the big league club. You know, there, there's a few of these guys. We're not going to get into that tonight, but uh, it is what it is. But, yeah, I think that's where Stephen votes value. Because you're not going to be like, wait, well, what? We're 43 and 75. If you got rid of Stephen Vogt and you brought, that doesn't matter. What matters right now is Stephen Vogt being able to help Sean Murphy become a great player and help Shea Langoliers start to become a great player. Stephen Vogt can help both these guys and help everybody else. And at the same time, whether he knows it or not, you're evaluating him at doing that. Don't think the coaching staff's not sitting there looking at it because who do you have as a bench coach? We, we never really think about that. You don't really talk about that. But you got Brad Osmus as a bench coach. I mean, Brad Osmus played forever. And Brad Osmus now there as someone who can help with the catchers. What did Osmus play, like 17, 18, something like 20? I mean, Osmus played. Let me look it up here. Brad Osmus started in 1993 with the Padres and ended in 19, uh, excuse me, 1993 with the Padres, 2010 with the Dodgers, he played 18 years, 10 in Houston, four in San Diego, three in Detroit, two in L.A. So you got his experience as a former manager and as a former catcher to help. But he's also someone that can evaluate because that's, that, that's smart business. I don't know. No one's told me this. I just, this is what I would do. I would be evaluating how Steve and Vote is interacting with everybody, how he works with everybody because, yeah, I wouldn't mind, you know, Stephen Vodas said to me on A's Cast Live, yes, I would like to manage someday. You know, you're evaluating right now because you could make him a manager in your system. You like to have a lot of good prospects, managers in your system. I mean, you got a hell of a guy in AAA right now in Fran Reardon. Look what they did with Mark Kotze. You don't think for the X amount of years they've been evaluating Mark Kotze to see whether, you know, if Melvin ever leaves, if they ever had to make a move on Melvin, could Kotze be the guy? They've been evaluating that, and they at some point determined, yes, he is the guy. I guarantee you how they, what they did with Kotze, they're doing the same thing with Vote. So there's a reason to keep him around and it's not about batting average and what, I mean, 
you're 42 and 76. Doing something like this is a greater good for the franchise long term long term than worrying about the record right now. Coming up next, this will fit nicely. Is Roxy done with Aller? Coming up next, Roxy Bernstein, Adam Aller, and then something I saw tonight that I think is a legit question mark. Like, I don't understand this. I'll have it for you next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Here comes the pitch. Johnson's dialing in with Ring Central. Smart move. Ring Central lets you call, meet, and message all from the same app. Johnson is really stepping up this quarter. She moves to share her screen. And the client loves the presentation. An excellent play by Johnson with the assist from Ring Central. With Ring Central, you can talk to anyone, anytime, all from the same app. Ring Central, simpler communications. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures. No worries ahead, because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are-we-there-yet, and you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. Who's feeling pretty good about the car they drive right now? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. I love my Honda CRV. I'd recommend a Honda to anybody. Pricing? I mean, for what you get, it's amazing. According to JD Power, Honda's the number one brand for residual value. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your NorCal Honda dealer today. Based on JD Power US ALG 36 month residual value forecast for 2022 mainstream models. For JD Power 2022 award info, visit jdpower.com/awards. Visit norcalhondadealers.com. Two and two, the righty fires, and it is in there at the knees. A fastball, and he is gone looking, and the inning is over for Texas. No runs, a hit, and a man left. Six strong tonight from Adam Aller, including back-to-back Ks, ending the frame. Out of the seventh, and it's 3-1 Oakland. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Did you hear that? Six strong. I want you to keep that in your mind. Six strong. Adam Aller with the win tonight for the Athletics. Here he is with Roxy Bernstein. We continue on the A's Club Bow Show. A's won two straight. Roxy Bernstein with you from Arlington, Texas, joined by A's starting pitcher and winner tonight, Adam Aller. And first off, Adam, for us watching you from up top, look to us, this was the best outing that you've had this season. You were in command. Did you feel that way on the mound tonight, that this was your best performance? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, today it was kind of, I took an approach of, I feel like the last several outings, kind of like blown out the first three innings, and then, you know, I start teetering off from there. So today it was kind of take the approach of, you know, pull back the reins a little bit, command a little more, and then when I need it, go up for the velo. 
um, and obviously it worked a lot better. Um, I was able to command the ball a lot better today. Uh, you know, changeup was 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 good today, and that's kind of been something I've been struggling with in the past. Uh, I didn't have to lean obviously as heavy on the cutter today as I normally do in the past, just because the fastball command was was a lot better. And uh, the new break ball that I've been working on was was better today too, so that that helps as well. But yeah, all in all, it was definitely the best outing I've probably had on the year, and I felt comfortable up there, and I felt I felt normal. The confidence that you have, you go through okay, you gave up the run of the first, but then settled in. So the confidence grow for you on a night like tonight when you're feeling pretty good out there? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, seeing seeing like the last the last two days, our defense work is obviously a huge confidence booster because it's just like, okay, we'll just let them put it in play. I think I had, I mean, going into, I think the fifth inning or sixth inning, I was at like 40 pitches and I was like, oh, I mean, if they're going to hit it and I'm just going to let the defense work for me behind me, they've been playing well. And obviously it helps that, you know, Murph swung the bat very well tonight and along with every other guy, I mean, put up seven runs. So that's a nice boost as well. So it, it makes it a little easier. Like you have a cushion out there. It's not a 1-1 game or a 0-0 game going through. You have a little bit more incentive to just attack the zone in those situations. You mentioned the economical pitch count that you had. It's pretty evident they were looking to attack early. Yeah. Can you use that against them? Absolutely. Uh, I, I was just talking to one of our pitchers earlier. I was like, I feel like this is one of the most aggressive outings that I've had hitters against me all year. And on one hand, you can, you can look at it two ways. You can get you know nervous and try to nibble at it. But the way I took it was, all right, well, I'll just if they're going to swing at everything that I put over the plate, then I'll just make decent pitches and counts and let them get themselves out. Um, and the, it was pretty evident today. Like, they were pretty much every pitch that I threw over the plate they swung at. So it, it didn't have to be too fine. It was, it was easy to keep the pitch count low and just execute certain pitches in certain areas and get weak contact or get – Get balls hit right at our defense. A's winner Adam Mahler with us here on A's Clubhouse Show. And for you, you said you're working on the breaking ball. When you're going through your bullpen sessions between starts, what are some of the things that you do work on to try to improve to get ready for that next start? Uh, just trying to get a feel for it. Um, you know, that's kind of been something I've been struggling with all year was the breaking ball. So trying to get something that has a little more feel um, to where I can command it a lot better. And uh, the one that we've been working on the last couple bullpens was the one I threw tonight. And I felt like, you know, there's still room to grow in that area with that. But for being the first outing that I decided to throw it, um, it worked well. I mean, there was, I think Garcia hit one pretty hard that I threw middle-middle to him. But it's pretty much anything you throw middle-middle is going to get hit pretty hard. But aside from that, that was, that was kind of the mindset of going into the bullpens, just try to find something to not only command it and throw it in the strike zone when you need to, but also bury it when you need to. Walk me through your your mindset. You had that one at bat with Nathaniel Lowe where he's fighting off pitches and fouling him off. You had to go about 10 pitches before you struck him out. But what's it like for a pitcher out there on the mound going through what I have to imagine is frustrating? It's extremely frustrating because on one hand, you're trying to keep your pitch count low. And on the other hand, you're trying not to make a mistake and to a good hitter. And he's taken me deep this year. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to keep attacking here. We've got, you know, I've, I've trust our defense, I trust our offense today. I'm going to keep attacking, keep attacking. And then finally, uh, finally on like the 10th pitch, we went change up and I was like, all right, like finally something else, like maybe just roll over, just hit it, put it in play. 
and swung through it and I was like, all right, well, great, thank God. Like now we're now we can move on to the next guy. But it's always frustrating in a bad side like that, and I'm sure it's frustrating for hitters too. Like they want to put the ball in play, but you know it is what it is. Well, after the losing streak, this team's now won two in a row, but certainly been an interesting 48 hours around here. What's it been like? I mean, when you see some key veterans, Stephen Piscotty meant so much to this organization, and Elvis has had a great impact on the young guys. What's it like for you, a young guy on this team, when you see what's gone on the last couple of days? I mean, it's like, it's tough and it's great at the same time. Like, you know, it's tough losing guys like that because those were obviously huge presences in our, in, in our or in our clubhouse, especially with, you know, a young team. But on the on the other hand, like you know, it's great opportunity-wise, like getting getting your foot in the door and getting to make a name for yourself. Um, but at the end of the day, no matter what happens, even with them gone, um, the impression that they made on us all year doesn't leave just because they left. Um, and those guys made huge impressions on us. They, you know, those are when you think of the big league guys. Like when you think of the big leaguers, those are those are big leaguers. Those are those are the guys that you want to follow in the footsteps of, especially a guy like Elvis Andrews who's got ten plus years in the show. Like that's the guy that you're watching and you're you're seeing how he does things so that you know in the future how you should be doing things and how you should be handling yourself. Adam, great job tonight. Appreciate the time. Keep it rolling. Absolutely, thank you. Adam Aller, A's winner as the A's get a seven to two win here in Texas. Townie, back to you in the studio. Alrighty, now let me get into what essentially you heard from Adam Aller, you heard from Vince, and you heard from Roxy. Vince said strong, six innings. Roxy says economical. Aller talked about it. And this is where, in my mind... Not everybody who does my job keeps score. Like, broadcasters have to keep score because that's how they follow the game. So if you do a pre- and a post-game show, you don't have to keep score. But I do. And this is how my mind works. So everybody's scared to death to have their starting pitchers to go through a lineup a third time. That's what you're telling me. Not what you're saying. It's your actions. Actions speak louder than words. So Adam Aller tonight, though, actually gets through the lineup a third time all the way through the bulk of the lineup a third time. He gets all the way through the fifth hitter in the lineup a third time. That's the danger zone. That's They're supposed to pull you before then, according to what their data says. Their data says... Third time through the order, alarm, get the guy out, get the guy out. Well, they allow him to pitch to number two, three, four, and five a third time, and he gets through it with 77 pitches. And then they pull him? Why? Why not allow him to finish batter six, seven, eight, potentially nine, and still be well under 100 pitches, and then you didn't have to go to the bullpen? And now the bullpen just has to pitch 8-9. And then I would question, you took him out in 77 pitches to then allow Kirby Sneed to try and go two, and Kirby Sneed ends up throwing over 30 pitches. Kirby Sneed almost threw half as many pitches as your starter did, Adam Aller. 
Now, I know you guys don't think about this, nor should you, but I do. Why? Kirby Sneed, no offense, still sporting a 6.30 ERA. You allow him to throw half the pitches of the guy who was cruising as a starter? Last two batters that Adam Aller faced were two strikeouts, a strikeout swinging and a strikeout looking. He's cruising. I mean, starting pitchers at 77 feel strong. Take a guy out when he's feeling strong to go to Zach Jackson, who immediately after one out is wild and walks two people. Danger, danger, danger. But he gets out of it. Kirby Snead has a clean inning in the eighth, but you're feeling comfortable, throw him out there in the ninth, and next thing you know, this thing's a three-ring circus. One run in, two runners on. Oh, my God, Danny Jimenez, please get us out of here. There was nobody out with two runners on and a runner in when Danny Jimenez came in. You're one swing away from, uh uh-oh, this game's changed. It went from this is an easy win to danger, danger. Consistency. You just wonder. Now, I'm of the school of thought, hell, you want to let things ride? Let it ride. But i rather say, what the hell, let it ride with Adam Aller than what the hell, let it ride with Kirby Sneed. See what I'm saying? Not a big deal. I, I, I'll, I'll guarantee you a beat writer won't ask this question because they're not following it like that. But I follow the pitching, and I just I look at the decisions, and normally – at this point in the game, Aller would have been taken out, but you allowed him to go through the bulk of the lineup the third time. He gets through it at only 77 pitches. It makes no sense to not allow him to go through the back half a third time, still well under 100, and now you only need to cover two innings with your bullpen. Instead, now you had to go to three guys, and you made it. You made the game interesting when you really didn't have to. Just food for thought. A's with the win over the Rangers 7-2. to We'll hear from the skipper next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. The Coliseum has gone by many names, but none better than The Last Dive Bar. Hi, everyone. Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Dive Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Dive Bar has the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T-shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at lastdivebar.com or follow them on social media at Last Dive Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to lastdivebar.com. That's Last Dive Bar. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news! Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Hot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. 
Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time-of-use rate plan. Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off-peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off-peak hours, then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash touinfo. Hendricks, a deep drive to left. Ruff is going back at the track, turning around at the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. You're listening to A's Cast. And it's hit high and deep to right. Back is Meadows to the track. In the shadows, looks up, and it is gone. A majestic drive from Seth Brown with two outs against Michael Fulmer. He scores Jed Lowry, and the A's are back ahead 5-3. to three. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Here's the 0-2. Slider hit high in the air to right center field. On the run, Garcia still going back toward the wall. At the wall, it is gone. Jay Langoliers in opposite field, two-run homer on an 0-2 mistake. He bangs it out, his first big league home run in a second big league game. And the A's have broken this one open. They lead 7-1. Boy, when a pitch catches too much of the plate, Langoliers can really barrel it up. This is A's Clubhouse. Isn't this so much more fun? I mean, this is what we've kind of been talking about. Like, let's go. Let's get the young guys up here. It brings excitement. It brings entertainment. It gives you a reason to watch. Watching Steven Piscotty hit under 200. No offense, but not entertaining. Watching Jed hit under 200. Not entertaining. Watching... Elvis hit 230 whatever. Not entertaining. I thought that was an interesting list they put up there. TV. Guys that hit a dinger in their last at bat for the A's. Chris Davis was on there. The great Joe Rudy, the A's Hall of Famer, Terry Steinbach. But give me the young guys. Give me something to watch. Give me something to root for. One of these guys could be the future. I like it. Because it's it's unbelievable that you see 26 rookies, an Oakland record, yet our average age as of a couple days ago was almost 29 years old. So, yeah, there's been a lot of rookies that have shown up, but, man, a lot of old guys that have kept the average age way high. And then the rookies, some of these rookies are not really what you call rookies. I think this record is deceiving. When you look at these so-called rookies' ages, we're not bringing up a bunch of guys under 25. So, yeah, I understand TV's going to put it up, and you're like, yeah, but. I, I, I have routinely gone over the roster in the ages. 
team's not young. Even rookies are not young. But now, you know, this just this just says, why the heck did I have to see? Why was Piscotty around here for so long and Jed around here for so Some of these guys around here for so long. You know, Langoliers. I mean, I wish we would have saw him weeks ago. Now we're calling for Nick Allen at this point. Bring Pache back. Let's see. Get him back up here. Let's let's give me the young guys. I rather see Pache try. I don't know what it'll look like. I don't know if it'll be better. Can't be really worse than what we saw from last time. Last time he just wasn't competitive. But bring him up here and let him roam again. I mean, you could talk about a really athletic outfield. Stevenson, very athletic. Pache, very athletic. But you still got guys who you're trying to find time for who, once again, are 30. Look at your outfield tonight. As they're putting up the 26 rookies, Oakland record. In left field, 30-year-old. In right field, 30-year-old. I mean, it is what it is, right? If you start going really young, you got to make those. I mean, you want to talk about even really tough decisions. Because you could put a young outfield out there. You're starting to put a younger infield. I mean, Noisy's not that young. I haven't really even checked. How old is Noisy? He's not young. Noisy has been around. So you bring Noisy back up at 27. I mean, at least with Bride, Jonah, you can say, is 26. Allen's 23. All right, so now we're seeing some younger guys. McKinnon, who's at first, how old is he? He's 27. He's not young. That's what's funny. It's like you look at some guys. Hey, it's a rookie. He's like, he's 27. That's not young. 27's your prime, folks. 27, 28, 29. But it is a lot better looking at Shane Langoliers and Nick Allen and Jonah Bride. There's no doubt. Cal Stevenson. That's why I might bring back Pache. Who else you got? You want to bring Barrera back up? I mean, I have no problem with that. Heck, the young guys have won two in a row. Something about that at this time of the year, you bring up young guys and it's energy. Because they're not sitting here going, oh, man, this has been a long year. They're like, this is the big leagues. This is like going to Disneyland. Remember when you were a little kid and you went to Disneyland? And you're standing outside, and you're practically shaking, and it's like, oh, my God, I can't wait to get in. And you're standing outside, open the gates. I can't wait to get in. Oh, I want to ride Space Mountain so bad. Matterhorn, Thunder Mountain. You're a real little kid. Oh, my God, Peter Pan, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Dumbo. Get me in. Indiana Jones. I want to walk through the haunted house. Pirates of the Caribbean, the Jungle Cruise. I can't wait. It's Disneyland. My parents are going to spend money that they shouldn't, and I know it, and I love it. You all remember that, right? 
Disneyland, that's what it's like for these guys. There's no, there's no bad buses. You're not in bad towns. You're in the big leagues. You're walking into that beautiful clubhouse. I mean, that's like the newest state-of-the-art stadium there is in Texas. It's the big leagues, baby. It's the best. I don't think that that is the only recent new stadium, right? Like, everybody who goes there goes, this place is to the nines. And that's hopefully what we'll have someday, the newest, best-built stadium. But right now, it's in Texas. And you're a guy coming up, and this is where you're making your debut. This is awesome. It's Disneyland, so they're ready to rock. You're going to get their best effort every day. They're not going to be dragging. They're not going to be like, oh, God, when's the season over? Where do I want to go on vacation? What am I going to do? No, these guys want to play. Young guys bring energy, and you love it. Here's the skipper, Mark Kotze. It is it Sean Murphy likes to about getting here? I don't know, but, um, yeah, he's uh, definitely had some impressive games here in this stadium. Uh, again, tonight, uh, the three balls he hit were were really hit hard. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's fun to watch. And, uh, I'm, you know, just happy for Sean. I think David had mentioned on the call the other day that just the fact that um, he's kind of put evidence to, to the point that he can be kind of sort of a regular catcher and, and shoulder the heavy workload that he's wanted to over the course of the season. Um, for him to have you know, games like this still at this juncture in the season, what does that say about maybe just uh, his development um, yeah, you know, the catching position is demanding. And uh, we're in the middle of August here, uh, deep into the season. I think we have 45 games left. And uh, he's carried the bulk load of, of, of the workload. And, uh, you know, he continues to to perform. And I think offensively we've seen, you know, a different hitter um, in the last, you know, probably over six weeks, uh, maybe even longer. Um, and... Uh, yeah, the maturation process has been great for Sean. Uh, he's re- worked really hard with with his body, uh, with being you know physically prepared for this season, and it's showing. So the work he put in in the off season is uh, is really showing right now. One of those homers was off a cutter, which um, Sean you know hasn't had you know big success about. Was it you know the pitcher he's facing? Was it? No, um, it's interesting you mentioned he hasn't had success on a cutter, but you did some data, some (laughs) analyzing. Um, No, it's great. It just shows that his approach is right. When he's hitting the ball to the right center field gap or to dead center, um, you know know he's locked in and and his approach is good. His path is great. Um, And uh, and I think that that attributes to, to why he stayed on that cutter tonight and hit it. The way he did. Uh, is it similar uh, for Langlier's first home run to be sort of opposite field too? Just yeah, you know, I think for for Shea, uh, big at bat in the sixth, right? Uh, bases loaded, two outs, uh, could have opened the game up. And then for him in his next at bat to, you know, not carry that at bat with him, uh, be able to stay locked in and, and, and hit a ball the way he did to right center, I didn't think it was going to get out. Um, I was actually yelling for it to get down, so thankfully it cleared the fence. Um, we've seen a couple of those balls this year with a runner on first, bounce over, that fall short. So um, yeah, I'm just uh, you know happy that um, he he uh, obviously got his first home run out of the way, and 
Actually, I, I owe him 100 bucks because early <laughs> batting practice, I told him if he stayed on the ball and hit it out to right center in the bullpen, he'd get 100 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Coach, how would you uh, grade Aller's performance? I know he's a guy that has always struggled with that one inning kind of being his bugaboo, but it seemed like he was able to avoid that tonight. Yeah, he really was. Uh, I told him that after I, uh, after his outing was done, that it was you know probably the best outing he's had, uh, just in terms of, of all around. Uh, execution of pitches, uh, you know, got deep into a game with with still only seventy, you know, six pitches I think. And his last outing, he was four and a third at seventy two or seventy six. So uh, that's the growth we're looking for, and uh, it's a good sign, um, you know. And uh, we'll break it down tomorrow with him. But uh, yeah, a good good outing, uh, one that we needed tonight. There you go, a little hundo for Shang Langoliers, Robert in Portland. Robert, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Okay, Tony. Um, I, I've kind of looked at the trades. And Olsen, we've all forgotten. You know, we got you know, got Shade going good. You know, we had Pache up for a cup of coffee, and he's working on things down. But J.T. Gint was their highest-rated guy, pitcher. And he was rated fifth in their farm, 22 years old. He's still, you know, going to be be around, work on things next year when he's feeling better. Ryan and Ryan, he, he was brought brought here from for Bassett. Ryan Cusick was part of the Atlanta trade. He's only 22. Both of them are right-handers, and he was rated sixth in Atlanta. Um, Medina and Waldachuk were seventh and eighth rated in the Montez uh, trade in the Yankee chain. And Gunnar Hoagland was rated fifth best in their Toronto chain, and we got him for Chappie. Uh, all of them are right-handers except for Waldachuk. Waldachuk, unfortunately, is 24. So you were bringing up good points about the ages. And I like the fact that four of these guys, that are all top prospects, at least recognized by other teams. They're all, all 22. That's pretty impressive if – one or two of them make it up here and, you know, and blossom. Um, we still got those guys to go through. And, you know, in four, four years when we're talking about the new stadium, these guys are, are going to be a part of that. Yeah. And that's why a lot of these trades, it, 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 there's a long wait and see. And it's unfortunate that, uh, from 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 what we do, where we talk about this every day, and we talk about the big club every day, a lot of those kids, you just have to hope and pray that they turned out to be big leaguers. But it, that those, especially when guys come over and they're already hurt, uh, you're just gonna have to give them time. You gotta have patience. I I think they evaluated him pretty well. The one that had Tommy John was a think Hoagland. What am I right or wrong? Yeah, he's down in uh, Stockton. And what about Cusick, the one the, the kid they got from the, you know, from Atlanta? I don't know if he had Tommy John, but it seems like everybody has Tommy John now. So I mean, it's also you can bet on it. The kid going tonight for for uh, for Texas, he already has two Tommy Johns. Reagan. Oh my goodness! Oh, it's wow. crazy. Now, Walter, check. Do you expect to see the left-hander oh, in yeah. September? Oh, I, I do too. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, David Force has already told us on the David Force show we're going to see him. I mean, Sears, you didn't even mention Sears, but, yeah, 
you're going to see Sears. You're going to see here the rest of the way, and Waldachuk will pitch. Yeah. Yeah. So, I still wish they'd got a little bit more for Frankie, but I understand why it went down the way it did. But um, it's just I have not forgotten because I've watched these trades. You know, it, it takes a while for them to find out who got the better of the deal. Um, but I remember uh, previous trades. We all remember them, you know, especially the Donaldson trade, which really was one of the worst ones because none of those guys really blossomed. Uh, none of them. But I know it was, it was sad, but it was the one, only one I can think of that Billy and David really, really got taken on. Billy Bean on with me on A's Cast Live. We made a joke about it, how it didn't work. So he he's on record on the on my show, you know, saying yeah, it didn't work. I mean, you got two opening day starts out of Kendall Graveman, but you did that. I mean, you got a little bit out of Graveman, and that was it. Right. I, I just think it's a crapshoot sometimes when you're going the way they do. You have to get these guys up for, you know, Sonny's that trade. What's his face in Baltimore is doing real well. He was a part of that trade, as you know. Can't think of Mateo or whatever his name is. Jorge Mateo. Yeah, he's he's blossoming now for for Baltimore. So it does show that. And I don't. Who did we get from Mateo when we sent him down to San Diego? Who did we get? Well, Jorge Jorge Mateo. I mean, lately, I mean, he broke up the Rasmussen trade. He's still hitting two thirty. Right. So it's not yeah. like Jorge Mateo is like, I mean, and and that's the thing. It's like you root for people, and it was it was nice to see him break up that, and he's got tremendous speed, um, but I wouldn't say he's blossoming yet. He he's got a he's got a way to go. Well, then that means one thing: the Harden trade for Donaldson was one hell of a trade. <laughs> The what? The Harden for Donaldson. Who could have guessed that, you know, the catcher, Donaldson was with the Cubs, the catcher, Harden goes to the Cubs for oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, three guys. Nobody thought Don, Donaldson was going to be the, the player he's turned out to be, but what a trade that was. Yeah. I mean, that. I mean, Donaldson was, kind, not, Donaldson was one that uh, they didn't even really talk about. You know, he was kind of a throw-in at the end, even though where he was drafted. And you saw just by the way um, just by the way they they handled him. I mean, he came up for two games. I remember it was in Baltimore as a catcher, and then they sent him back down and you didn't hear from him for years. So it wasn't right. like it wasn't like Donaldson was like the big score. No. Rich Harden was traded for the other guys and uh you know, and it was Donaldson, so we got to wait and see what happens. I just, I just, I'm still, still very. I'm going to be watching these five guys, and I just can't wait to see how they, you know, if one or two of them wind up being, uh, you know, in the front front line rotation guys or a closer at the back end. I, I, you know, I think we got a, a chance, and we didn't have any of them in our system, you know, seven months ago. None of them. Yeah, uh, 
you have to hope, right? I mean, this is this is the deal. I mean, you you you've traded for these guys, you've given up big leaguers, and now you have to hope that some of these guys hit. And you know, when you say it's a crapshoot, the only people who say it's a crapshoot are the people who lose the trade. The people who win the trade never go, oh, we traded for this guy, really worked out great. It was just, a, you know, they never go, that was a crapshoot. No. The people who say no. stuff's a crapshoot are the people who lose. Well, unless you're Buzzy Bavese, it just seemed like everything that guy touched turned to gold back in the late 50s, 60s. It, if, you, if, you, if you take any, I don't care what GM, you ask Billy. It is. You're lucky if you get one out of two. You know what I mean? It's like betting on a football game. No, you're dealing with human beings. It's just how it works. Hey, appreciate the phone call. The number 833-625-2278. Let's go to the coach. Coach, you're on the Ace Clubhouse Show. Tony, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'll take that W. We got a couple W's right there, even though we're still way in the running for a high draft choice. We'll take the take the W. Hey, let hey. me ask you about 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 Aller. And um, yeah, he had a good outing. You know, six innings, one run. Of course, if that ball Garcia hit was about one foot more to the right, <laughs> it would have been three runs and uh, like five and two thirds. He had the ball a mile. I mean, that ball was way out of there. Um, but, uh, let me ask you about his repertoire. He, he, he doesn't really strike me as a, a, a usual A's pitcher. You know, he, his stuff's mostly horizontal. You know, he has, uh, his change doesn't really break down much. His, he has a cutter. He does have a slider. He doesn't seem to use it much. And, you know, A's pitchers, they, they have a lot more vertical usually. You know, that's more st- you know, like Frankie and Blackburn and Irvin and the, the relievers. And it, it just seems to be more the A's style, you know. So when Aller gets into those two-ball counts, he can't – or two-strike counts, he can only put the guy away because he doesn't have the vertical. You know, he doesn't have that that sinker. But the A's have really liked him from the get-go. What – what are your thoughts? Are they going to go with what he has as his repertoire? Are they going to try to add something, or is there something that I'm missing that he has? You mean a, a, a big time, maybe not even a big time, but but a strikeout pitch that you can rely on? Well, I, you know what we knew about him, what we know about him, is that this guy's a survivor, and uh, just recently was the number one pitcher in the Mets minor league system he won that award so uh the question for him has been about confidence and his confidence is continuing to grow in front of us and that's why you keep pitching him because if he gets keeps getting people out and that confidence keeps growing he's all these guys what you're trying to do right now coach is you're trying to get in line to be able to compete for a job in spring training that's what everybody's doing yeah. right now. You're trying to prove right now to the front office that when the offseason ends and they start looking at next year's team, that you are given a legit opportunity to try and be in the starting rotation. 
So whether you talk about Sears, whether you talk about Logue, whether you talk about Aller, I mean, I'd even throw Caprillion in there because, I mean, you're only getting five out of him. every. Everybody is trying to prove if there's one guy that I know, if he doesn't get traded, that you can say, yep, he'd be your opening day guy next year, that'd be Cole Irvin. Everybody else is going to be in tryout mode. But are you going to be allowed to really try out? Coach, where the hell are you? <laughs> Sounds like you're standing in the middle of a freeway. This is my little town where I live. You know, you do your walks every night. I do my walks every night. Yeah, but I'm not walking in the middle of a freeway. <laughs> no, that's just goodness gracious. I mean, I'm worried. I'm worried about you. <laughs> There's only. There are only 1,900 people in the town, so when someone drives by, you hear it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm worried more about the skunks that are around here. Yeah, I'm not so worried about the motorcycles. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I, all of his, his confidence, he doesn't have a lot of confidence, it doesn't seem like to me. I, I sure hope he can pick that up. I mean, that last game against that, the Giants, oh, my gosh. You know, everyone's all fired up, and he comes out and he walks <laughs> a run in in the first inning. Um, you know, but, but I think you're you're right on. There's all these guys just just trying for a shot, but confidence is so is so important. Like Sears, he seems very competent confident to me. You know, he, he goes out there, he throws strikes, you know, high in the zone, low in the zone. I don't know if his breaking ball was working that well yesterday. It seemed like he was using mostly fastballs. And uh, they were they seemed to be on that high fastball, but he, he still he got right through the Got right through it, you know. Well, I will. I right I'll tell the, you, if it was my yeah. problem with tonight. Is I, I don't know why you let him go through the order a third time, through the bulk of it, get through it, and at seventy-seven pitches, then take him out. Because I, I think we all would be saying if we saw seven innings, one run, under a hundred pitches, we'd all be a lot more impressed tonight. But for some reason, they took him out with seventy-seven pitches. Guys cruising. And he just went through the bulk of the order a third time. Why not allow him to finish off the the lineup a third time through the back of it? I just it, it was a head scratcher for me. How, how did they not allow him to at least go out for the seventh, get through the seventh, and now we're talking about I really like this outing. I, I liked what I saw. Something to really build on. Yeah, unfortunately, they, you know. They just don't do that very often. You know, they just don't send these guys out to pitch into the seventh, although they you know, they, they kind of let Logue go a little deeper than some guys. Occasionally they'll let Urban go seven, seven and a third. Um, it, it, it looks to me that they, they – it's not the cap to not pitch another inning. It's that they never let him, you know. He's the guy they always seem to pull – the third time through, he, they might let him pitch to the leadoff guy, and that seems to be about it. You know, and yeah. I think he's going to get pretty ticked off. <laughs> I just, I don't think, you know, I think he's going to get pretty mad, and so there may be a blowout. Who knows? Maybe there's already been blowouts behind the scenes, but I don't. Hey, you know, coach, the, know the, the, the guy I'm going to compare Adam Adam Aller to, and it has nothing to do with their their stuff and who they are. Nothing. I'm just going to compare their situation. The guy got traded for, Chris Bassett. I mentioned this on A's Cast Live. I just mentioned it with Vince. 
when Chris Bassett came over from the Chicago White Sox, he stunk. He wasn't very good. And if you remember, you know, you basically had him for two seasons, and then he hurts his arm, Tommy John surgery. I don't think anybody in the world would have ever said Chris Bassett's going to turn out to be one of the better pitchers in the American League, be a Cy, a Cy Young candidate, and be an all-star. And, and, and remember, Chris Bassett, what did he have? A 93-mile-an-hour fastball with a 70-mile-an-hour curveball, which we weren't calling a wipeout pitch by any stretch of the imagination. And early when he came over, he didn't have that slider. So that's why, that's why I always say in a bad season, play everybody. Play guys, play young guys, play everybody, because you never know what you got. And that's why Adam Aller at 27 years old, if there was ever a time to see what the hell this guy's got, this is the season. Yeah, I hope I hope you're right. The the, the one thing Bassett has, but I, I don't know. Is, uh, I, I don't know if I'm right on anything. I'm just saying I want to see him pitch to see. Well, let's let's watch it. I don't I don't know if he's going to be good. I don't know if he's going to be great. I, I mean, who knows? I just but I'm not going to know unless I give it a shot, like a legit shot. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's every experience is great for these guys. You know, Martinez, he's had a couple shots, and then yeah. he kind of gets sent down right away. You know, he he's looked respectable. You know, uh, Logue's had a few chances, but he he's kind of earned his way back down each time. You know, he hasn't done all that well. All these guys, all these guys, coach, all these guys yeah. that we're talking about, they're all guys like, all right. Spring training, pitchers and catchers report. Everybody get in line. You're all going to get a shot. This is your shot. Welcome to Ho-Ho Camp Park. Welcome to Mesa, Arizona. It's beautiful now. In a month, it'll be 108. But enjoy your time now, and here's your chance. Yeah. And there'll be a few guys coming up from the minors, too. There'll be Waldenchuk. There'll be, yeah. you know, uh, Estes. He won't make it all that way. But, uh, you know, Gannon. You say, you know, Hogan Harris isn't giving up any runs. He's he's walking a load of people, but he, he pitched in Triple A yesterday. Isn't that what? No isn't, isn't that what we want? We want a bunch of guys competing, just a bunch of guys yeah. going. All right, he, hey guys, this is what you've dreamt about your entire life—an opportunity to play Major League Baseball. Go out there and fight like a bunch of hungry dogs. Who wants it the most? Give me the hungry, the hungriest 26 guys in 2023. I'll sell that on a daily basis versus giving me guys who are 37 and 33 and 34 and guys at the end of their rope. I don't need that anymore. I don't need into the rope, into contracts. I, get rid of all of that. Give me a bunch of guys who are hungry who can taste it for the first time in their lives. Yeah. No, there'll be a lot of guys that if the opportunity will be there, you know, if they, if they do a good job, there'll be a job that uh, there'll be a job there for them. They just have a lot of pitchers. Their 40 man roster has like 22 pitchers or something. They don't have many position players, but they have a bunch of pitchers and, you know, they have guys in the lower eight that are doing well through Jorge Juan came back and pitched you know, three innings and uh, got who pitched uh, Chris Well pitched tonight and Cusick. Chris Well, Brett, yeah, Brett, Chris Well's pitching well. Brett Honeywell yeah. pitched yesterday. Yeah, Honeywell threw an inning. So I mean, that, that, like, what? A lot of guys. I mean, they kept talking about it, and you're like, I'll believe it when I see it. All right, coach, don't get run yeah. over. 
<laughs> All right, we'll see you, Tony. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. You call, you'll get on next right here on the Ace Clubhouse Show. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time-of-use rate plan. Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off-peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off-peak hours, then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash touinfo. getting stranded with a bad battery our professional parts people at o'reilly auto parts will test your battery for free if your battery does need to be replaced we'll help you find the best battery for your vehicle and your budget don't wait until your battery is dead get it tested for free today at your local o'reilly auto parts store oh 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 o'reilly auto parts Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures, no worries ahead. Because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are-we-there-yets, and you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Need an appliance? Shop the new appliance truckload event at Lowe's. Going on now. From refrigerators and ranges to dishwashers and laundry pairs, we have a large selection of appliances from the brands you trust. Plus, get store-wide savings by shopping other in-stock categories. Go to your local Lowe's store or visit Lowe's.com to shop the appliance truckload event and find what you need now. While supplies last, valid through 817. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news! Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. 
Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Innovation, it's at the heart of Cal State East Bay. Like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students map genes from California's endangered plants or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect to Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu slash impact. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. Here's the 1-0, swung on and belted the left. Back goes Thompson, takes a look, and make it number seven. Sean Murphy continues to own real estate in Arlington, Texas. A bomb to left is 15th of the year, an early 1-0 lead for Oakland. That jumped in a hurry. 407 feet off the bat for Sean Murphy. This is A's Clubhouse. Boom, Big Murph. Let's go to Mustang Matt. Mustang Matt, you're on the Ace Clubhouse show. What's going on, Tony? So, I guess the young guns are here. And yeah. they're getting what we want to see. And the elder statesmen of the ball club, one of the elder statesmen of the ball club, um, said, okay, well, this is what you guys got to look forward to. Hit a couple bombs, get a double, and uh, yeah, follow me, boys. Let's uh, go get a win. So, man, it was a fun game to watch. And I love your Disneyland analogy, and here's why. When you're a young kid and you're going to go do that one thing that you maybe do once or twice a year, you know, probably more like once when I was, you know, when I was a little kid, it was like Christmas morning. You can't wait to get up. You can't sleep the night before. You're going to have so much fun. And that's what we got to watch. And, you know, um, a starting pitcher with, uh, you know, ERA, ERA north of six gets deeper into the game than, you know, than we've been seeing lately. And that was fun to see. But um, I just really can't wait to watch the next game because we're finally able to look at what's going to be our future. And that's what makes this game so great. These aren't guys that are making three, $400 million. These are guys that are played their entire life to get where they're at. And now everyone's trying to fight, fight claw and scratch their way into a major league lineup for next year. And it's just, it's fun to watch. 
it's my, this is my, if the dark days were spring training trades and everything to now, this is, this is where the sun starts to rise. And this is when we start to see, you know, we get to see that hunger and the love for the game. Cause that's, that's why I think it's the greatest game in the world. So that's kind of what we're seeing. And, uh, I'm hearing you about that, um, you know, let, letting the starter write it out because if you get through the meat of the order that third time around, you're like, okay, well, I just rolled off the backside of the hill, and now I'm ready for – I'm ready to get a little bit deeper. But, you know, 77 pitches felt like, okay, well, I got probably a third of a tank left. Let's see what we can do. Yeah, instead of like, oh, my God, Kirby Sneed can't get anybody out. Uh, Kirby Sneed racking up pitch after pitch. Next thing you know, two are are on, nobody out. I mean, then it's like, ah, I mean, Kirby Sneed almost threw as many, almost threw half the pitches that Aller did tonight. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's that's a tough situation because I guess I got to stop looking at, at baseball through my, you know, 30 plus years of watching it and, you know, 15, 20 years of playing it because I say 77 pitches, you know, you're going to, you're going to have to fight me to get off the mound. 77 pitches. I'm going to throw the talc bag at you. Like don't walk near me. I'll tell you when I'm done, but I know that's, that's not, that's not what we're, that's not what we're dealing with. And I, I think I would have been nice to see, seven innings and then you, you hand it over to the bullpen for two, you know, getting six outs from the pen is a lot less stressful than handing them off to three, four innings, you know, nine to 12 outs, but you know, it is what it is. But um, I'd like to take a little credit for the opposite field home run. Cause me and my buddy were watching at a, at a local bar eating wings. And I said, man, he's got to get a hit here. And literally two seconds after that, the pitch was thrown, and he goes oppo taco for his for his first Jimmy Jack. So that was fun to watch. I'm glad it went out, and I'm glad it was an opposite field homer too, because that's that's the kind of stuff that knows that you got someone special. Well, okay, we're gonna give you all the credit. There you go. I'll take it. It's all about you. Thank you, Mustang. Thank you, sir. The number. 833-625-2278. Let's go to Jeff in Mendocino. Jeff, you're on the Ace Clubhouse show. Wow, it sounded like Coach was about to get abducted by semi-trucks, and then it goes to crickets on the next call. How do you do that, man? <laughs> I, you, you, hey, I'm telling you right now, you, you better come up with some type of sound effect if you're going to be in this game. The data doesn't lie. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> well, um, the kids are all right. And uh, it was a real fun game to listen to. Um, and they got a, uh, a winning streak going here, which is nice. They initiated one. Uh, and that uh, home run, Langoliers, by the way, he got bottom-lined on the uh, blast box scores on ESPN News, uh, Langoliers' first um, MMLHR. So kudos to him. That's fun for somebody who's in his second game. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they're going to manage this with catchers. Are they going to maybe alternate him? He's, he, you're right. He has to get in there and play. 
um, six for Murphy, three for Langoliers, and then swap it the next game or something. And can they dance around in that DL spot? Can Murphy maybe jump in there? And uh, if Otani can do it as a pitcher, catchers ought to be able to. That's all about the battery, right? <laughs> Did you include that in your uh, rule check? <laughs> so, but you, hey, you know, you could have Langoliers pitch to Murphy, take Langoliers out, put him behind the dish, and then have Murph. <laughs> there you go. But I'm, I not, figured, I, hey, I'm, you got, I'm not afraid of that. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I mean, it, I'm open to anything. Been, hey, if they can have safeties kick field goals, uh, you know what the hell? Everybody's doing everyone else's gig these days. I I, um, try, I, I had an all I had an all catcher infield. I'd vote at third, <laughs> Soderstrom at short, Bo Taylor, who they just re-signed. I'm gonna put him at second base. Uh, <laughs> Susack, I'm gonna put it first. Oh yeah, we'll just. We'll just take all the catchers that we have and put them out there. Yeah, and instead of stretching, they'll squat for those bouncer balls that come to first sometimes. Just block that puppy. <laughs> That'll work. Um, well, now, Piscotti got um, released, and I, I'm not clear on what how uh, Elvis left the Col- has left the Coliseum. Was he released also? Uh, he was designated for assignment. So these guys can shop their talents to other teams at this point and uh, uh, be that the veteran's voice in the locker room? There's no trading anymore. It is now uh, they're going to go. Someone can take them off waivers, uh, claim them, but uh, no one's going to do that. Uh, they'll, they'll get through waivers, and then they'll be able to sign a contract with another team. Well, that's cool because I want to thank those guys for all the great baseball they've given us over the years. And uh, uh, Piscotti, lots of interesting uh, plays, great leaps and home runs. And uh, Elvis Andrews coming back last year after that broken ankle, broken uh, uh, area, I think it was his ankle, his toward leg. the end of the year and being able to play this year. I mean, that takes some guts. But uh, seeing these young guys come on up with, you know, I mean, fearless and in, uh, invincible and immortal until, of course, you aren't. Uh, but uh, that age right there in their prime, that seems to be when that turning point happens. And uh, it's good to see young, enthusiastic people there on the field. Uh, it's been really enjoyable. And uh, I absolutely agree with you. If, if that's the direction the team's going to go, let's get it on. You know, rev it up. And I, I think they're probably going to do quite well if they get that uh, consistency and that chemistry going with these guys now for uh, something even more fun next year. Look at what happened with San Diego. They they basically um, traded for the all-star team, and the chemistry isn't there because those guys don't know each other. They don't know, you know the rhythms of each other, and they're under as far as uh, wins versus losses. So – I think when you got people coming up who played with each other in the minors and uh, really, you know, elevating what they were doing there, knowing each other, knowing the chemistry there, sometimes people are surprised, but I think it has a lot to do with that, the fact that they've worked with each other already and they bring that up to where they are now. I think it's fantastic, and, uh, you know, it's pretty obvious that this is the direction the team needs to go, as you've said. Um, I heard – 
a question about whether they have phones in hotels anymore. I'm talking to you on one right now. That was during the ball game, <laughs> and uh, it was brought up. So there's the answer. Um, I think these landlines sound better than those uh, cell phones anyway. You heard what happened with Coach. I mean, my God. <laughs> and uh, uh, the other thing, they said you were the mayor, Mayor Townsend. Is that of the treehouse, or um, are you running there in Oakland in this race? <laughs> yeah, no, that's Mayor of the Treehouse. Hey, thank you for the phone call. We appreciate it. Uh, quickly, Lucas in Australia, you're at the end of the show. Where have you been? I've been uh, back to work, So, and all these earlier matches, like when we play in Texas or anything slightly east, the games start earlier, and I'm not off work before I can call. So, yeah, so the 5 o'clock starts over there are great because the game finishes just as I finish work. So it was just lucky that you were still on the air and I just finished work because I've got to, got to call Chris. Oh, awesome. How is life down under? Uh, we're doing well. It's uh, coming up to my birthday on Saturday, so excited for that. And, yeah, it's been uh, been great so far getting back. But um, I was uh, watching the the YouTube this morning, or my morning, and there was a, a guy in there complaining about the trades and how the, the owner doesn't want to win. And I was saying that just appreciate what we've got at the moment, enjoy the game, and then he uh, called in, into question my passion for the team. And I'm thinking, okay, I did fly 14 hours just to see the team, so there's a bit, you missed the mark there a bit, but it was just, I see that a lot in the comments that I don't know if it's just because I'm not there every day in the, in the environment, but everyone's always blaming the owners for not wanting to win. I wouldn't worry about it, Lucas. I wouldn't worry about it whatsoever. You're one of our great fans. Don't listen to what they have to say. Call me tomorrow. I got to get out of here. No worries, mate. Have a good night. Yeah, you take care of yourself. A's with the win tonight as they beat the Texas Rangers 7-2. First pitch tomorrow is going to be at 11.05. Not going to be able to get to the scoreboard for you, but the scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. The A's did get the win. It was 7-2 over the Texas Rangers. And what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. 11.05 first pitch pregame at 10.05. Thank you for listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, and we'll see you all tomorrow right here on A's Cast. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today.
Making an Impact, sponsored by Granger. Desmond Blair is a world-class painter that was born without hands. His incredible artistry is an inspiration to many disabled Americans. People would tell me what I wouldn't be able to do, but it's like if I had a sheet of paper and like a pilot pen, you're not going to take that away from me. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, backed by 24-7 support and access to product experts. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Hey, A's fans, your athletics are back in town, and we're kicking off the series with a boom. That's right, post-game fireworks presented by Lagunitas are back after Friday night's matchup against the Mariners. Friday, August 19th, join us at the ballpark when the A's take on the Mariners, and then head down to the field to see the best fireworks display in the Bay. August 19th fireworks presented by Lagunitas. Tickets start at just $15 and are available at athletics.com. That's athletics.com. Your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA. Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures, no worries ahead. Because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are-we-there-yets. And you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time-of-use rate plan. Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off-peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off-peak hours. Then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash touinfo. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Murphy, it's a high fly ball, right center. Straw going back deep in the alley. He'll turn and watch it fly. One swing of the bat shoots the A's in front in the bottom of the first. Curve is hit high in the air to left. McCormick is back. He takes a look and into the seats and a grand slam for Chad Pinder. His second grand slam this year. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre and post game for every game. 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Blew it by him at 95 and Zach Jackson strikes out the side. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's Baseball.